Thank you, Ken, for um, inviting me to be able to do this. It was, um, I learned a lot from reflecting on it, and so hopefully I can share some of what I learned with you. Follow the rules. Don't cry over spilled milk. Effort and persistence trump ability every day. Be aggressive. Think and speak with clarity and act deliberately. Never back down from a challenge. Always push. Only boring people get bored. These are phrases shared with me during my childhood. They represent some of the mentalities that make me who I am, good or bad. Now, my parents are both of German heritage. They come from hardworking families. They were pushed hard to achieve, and they certainly did. My mom finished her undergraduate degree, put herself through college in three years, and got a degree in dental hygiene. During that three years, she gave birth to my sister and started raising her. My dad was figuring out how to build his own boat engines when he was eight years old. He received a full scholarship to Rice as an engineer. He was selected out of college by Admiral Rickover to design and build the first nuclear submarine. Like many things our parents pass on to us, these mentalities, they feel natural to me. They feel comfortable, like writing my name with my right hand, taking a mental health day, or let's just leave that there until later, or that sounds fun, but I'm a little scared, or don't work too hard. These are unnatural to me, uncomfortable. Example, someone's working in the yard or shoveling snow or unpacking groceries or dishes, anything. I've realized they're kind of two different people. One group that can't stand to sit and watch, right? They feel a little anxious. They have to help. There's another group that's perfectly comfortable drinking a beer, watching, and even offering critique sometimes of how you're doing it. <laughs> So yes, there's judgment in my voice here. <laughs> and that's kind of what I want to challenge myself with today. I think it was Carl Jung who said something along the lines of anything that bothers us about another person should be used to gain a greater understanding of ourselves. This is a challenge. When I think about what I've done and what I want to do with my one wild and precious life, I'm forced to reflect on how I want to interpret the mentalities that have been passed on to me as I evolve as a person. I don't want to keep these set in stone, right? If there's judgment there, what can I learn about myself? What is natural to me, well, doesn't that need to evolve as well? Likely due to some of these mentalities, I've always been a pretty grateful person. I'm thrilled with the opportunities I've been given, and the vast majority of the time I'm really excited about the beauty and possibilities of the world around me. I feel like this is one of the gifts I've been given. At the same time, I'm pretty damn hard on myself, and I can be hard or tough on those around me. Expectations are high, and honestly, it's unnatural for me to imagine them being anything else. Now I believe my intentions here are good, right? Directed at myself and others. They're very positive and focused on growth and development. We're all improving. 
But I've certainly realized more clearly year by year that these mentalities aren't for everyone, especially at certain moments in our lives. I learned this clearly in my training um, for my job, and I developed the ability to be very open to different types of interventions with different clients at different times. Yet, oftentimes, I revert to my nature and retain more hard-lined responses toward myself and those closest to me. Piaget called this tendency to revert to prior ways of thinking and behaving at certain times or with certain people as decollage. Hopefully you're starting to see my challenge here. One of my favorite lines from my dad of all time was he'd wake me up almost every morning. He's a stern man. Get up. Get moving. Today is yet another opportunity to excel. Sure, this can be interpreted as a little aggressive or possibly annoying. During adolescence, it was certainly quite irritating. But it was well-intentioned. Some of his best knowledge and example to pass on had to do with hard work and persistence. So he was sharing what he knew best and what was natural to him. At that time, I mostly took these comments in as keep your head down, crank away as hard as possible, classroom, field, chores, whatever. But over the past 10 years or so, I feel like I've made a concerted effort to understand and incorporate these mentalities a bit differently. How do I want to express these principles for myself and those around me? How do I want to express them to my children? My dad passed away um, sorry, 11 months ago. He remains my hero and my guide and one of my best friends and the person I most want to emulate. I've received a number of messages, I don't have a better name for them, from him over the past year. One of these messages goes something like this. There's a particular way I could have been a better dad. And I'm aware of that now. Please take what I've taught you. Continue to persist. But do not forget to enjoy more. To relish more. To love more. To appreciate more. And to show more compassion while you are persisting. Native Americans called challenges big medicine. Hence, if we're able to capitalize on the challenge that confronts us, capitalize here meaning just diving into it, it puts us on a trajectory of positive development and healing. So today, I'm going to continue to lean into my challenge and emphasize what is unnatural for me and break the rules when necessary. Have fun with spilled milk. Strive and persist mindfully and with care. Be aggressive while showing compassion. To first, give a hug. And second, say I love you prior to attempting to provide motivation. To enjoy, to relish, to love, appreciate, and show compassion. I think this is the best way to be the best husband and father I can be. And I think I'll make my dad proud. <laughs>